Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Fantasy Fantasy Football Podcast with me, Rob Lambert, and my Ipswich Town Tractor Boy pal, David Utterich. You may have listened to past episodes, but if you haven't, we'll quickly go over how it works. Each week we'll pick five aside teams based on the theme chosen by the person playing at home and decide by any means possible who would win in a 1v1. Alternating each week will be the home side, and both teams have the option of using subs from a selection of players that didn't make the final cut. The winner will be gifted a present by the loser, which will be posted via Royal Mail and firmly remains within the confines of a hopeful £10 limit. Last week was arguably the most difficult encounter, as we attempted to outdo our competitor with our favourite robots. Although it seemed like a simple theme with plenty of opportunity, it was in fact a near impossible fight between our teams, ending in a similar vein as my manager, Heistertron from Rick and Morty, decided the day due to his inability to plan anything incorrectly. The outcome was harsh, but in this game you have to play dirty or you barely play at all. In episode six, we'll move back to David as the home side, so it is, it is his turn to pick the theme. I was last week's winner, so I'll briefly explain the gift I received for coming out on top in the last encounter. David kindly sent me the hubcaps to a 2006 Toyota Celica, which would have been an overwhelmingly kind present if it wasn't for the fact that I drive a Ford Fiesta. David, what was your thinking behind the, the award? Just what I could get my hands on, really. Um, go on eBay, search under £10. Hubcaps. To be fair, I think £10 for four hubcaps not that bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the person owned the hubcaps or if they were stolen, but they made £10. I made you presumably happy? Yeah, let's go for happy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Shall we uh, move on to your theme for this week? Yes, indeedy. Um, This week, it's food mascots. Sort of self-explanatory, does what it says on the tin. Or packet in this case. Uh, yeah, I think what I wanted to do was take us. We've been we've been quite heavy on sort of film and TV and and yeah. that kind of area of pop culture. And I thought let's take us in a completely different direction. Let's go for food mascots. So that's you know, I guess that covers anyone that's you know involved in the yeah. advertising on the packet. Someone so long as they're synonymous with a brand. So yeah. You know, there might be one or two that I've picked or have on my bench that you might argue aren't really mascots. Yeah, and so, yeah. that, you know, there's an opportunity for a first DQ. We're always looking for a DQ on the Fantasy Fantasy Football pod. So, yeah, did you did you like it? I did. I instantly, I had a lot. I mean, it's the sort of thing at first you think, I'm not, I'm not really sure if that's a good idea. And then, and then you realise there are actually so many good good picks for this. And obviously, like you've said, you can. There's so many different things you can do with it. You can interpret it as, a, as you know, a few different ways. So um, I'm excited to. I'm a bit. I'm a bit scared of how many you've already got, which therefore you've picked before me and, and are yours. But um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if I can if I can catch you out here and um, turn it round and actually come out with a win. Get get us back to level terms. It is it is decidedly un, uneven. I have always had a, a lead in the podcast, so yeah. uh, I would like to maintain it. I think this will be a really tough week. I don't think I've made it easy on myself. No. Um, but hey, we'll we'll see. It'd be quite exciting either way. There's always surprises in this game. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Apart from when you picked Terminator and Bender last week. But... <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to be a bit more different. Well, I'm trying to be a bit more surprising, but I feel like there's very few surprises. <laughs> so maybe next week. So should I should I reveal my team name? Yeah, I've taken inspiration from you. Every week you make the same gag. Yeah, um, and so I thought I'm... I'd steal it. Uh, hopefully, this is a sign of things to come for the match. So my team name for this week is Fred Frog. Oh, oh! You know what? As well, I actually haven't done the Fred joke, so well, that's, it's good timing. Phew! <laughs> Thank God we're reliable. <laughs> you know, Fred. Like one day, <laughs> one day, Manchester United midfielder Fred will will somehow listen to this podcast and will be overwhelmed at the fact that we've we've devoted most of our our jokes, if you can call them that, to him 
and Hull City for some reason. Um, so yeah, I'm ho- I'm hoping one day he, he somehow finds out about it and realizes that he's a he's a running joke every week. Maybe if we all tweet him and hit him up on all the socials and just badger him with this podcast, he'll uh, he'll respond. It's worth a go. Um, okay, oh, have you got any any alternate names you thought of? Oh no, you you you'd be surprised how long it took me to come up with Fred Frog, and then I just <laughs> quit quit then and there. I imagine you though have quite the list. I have. Well, you know, I'm I'm not as happy with a lot of these because I ended up kind of resorting to um, the kind of it, it's actually traditional. It's kind of a cornerstone in fancy football names to to um, just get a player's name and make it sound like something. But a lot of them are players' names that are tied to food. Um, and I've, and I know there could be we could have a different kind of food week. Like hope maybe I'll pick a celebrity chef's week because I'm a big fan of a good celebrity chef. Like um, who? A Guy Fieri, preferably. Um, but I, I've, I'm impartial to, um, well, I'm partial to um, Barefoot Contessa because she's so weird. Um, and she always has this old, she always has this man in, in a house, but they don't seem to be together and they don't seem to be related. And she doesn't really seem to know much about <laughs> him, but she just, just feeds him and he just sort of like looks at her sort of confused and just eats whatever she makes. And then it's almost like he doesn't really want to be there, but he's he's you know, inclined to come. Um, it's, it's just really odd. I, there's a, there's a, most cooking shows are like that, but I don't like Jamie Oliver, uh, so he, will, he wouldn't make it. I was absolutely sure you'd say Greg Wallace after that, gaming that, icons, but... That's true. That, well, I think you'd have to just because it's like the... I, I'd try and get Master Chief in there, but I feel like that's... You can't, you can't misspell it and hope that, the, the, that you won't notice. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I'll well, I'll go through. I'll go through my other options, and I'll, I'll say what my actual team name was because I'm actually very happy with my actual team name. <clears throat> so my other my other options were Pizza Crouch. Okay. Yeah. Which is which is kind of that's there's actually a few different puns to that because obviously there's the fact that Peter kind of sounds like pizza, but in Scotland there's there's a, a food called Pizza Crunch, which is deep fried pizza. Um, so that kind of works in two ways. Kind of. Um, or neither. Um, <laughs> but, um, there's one that one that you you probably thought of straight away and thought I'm not doing that, which is KFCFC. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Yellow card. You're on a warning. Uh, Paul Mintz. <laughs> uh, this this is like this is the sort of one you say like primary school, but I've got counter a snack. Go again. Counter a snack. Ah, like yeah, I've got it now. But, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's a, it's quite highbrow. So you really need to. <laughs> It's like listening to this podcast, like, like watching an episode of Frasier. <laughs> uh, you really need to know your stuff. Um, Lionel Aunt Bessie. <laughs> um, Dairy Lee Sharp. Oh, dated. That one's dated. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus Tapas. Yep. That, that's on the border because he, I don't know, I don't know how he's still playing. Actually, I know how he's still playing because he's right back now instead of right wing. So he's. Yeah, but anyway, um, <laughs> uh, Paul Jewel Aid guy, like Cool Aid guy. We're, we don't talk about Paul Jewel. It, that's a very, very, that's even more dated, I think. Um, Francis Coco Van. <laughs> that, I think that's quite a recent fancy football name, really. But I've gone for, which, which is actually the most, it's not only the best, but the most relevant one, because it is actually a food mascot. The others were just food, is Snap, Crackle and Clop. Oh, fair enough. That's not too bad. I think I think a lot it's a very poor week for them, but um some would say it always is. So <laughs> um, but yeah, I've stuck with Snap, Crackle and Clop. I'm very happy with that. Yeah, I, I would be too. Lovely stuff. Whoa. Fred Frog, Snap, Crackle and Clop. Heading for kickoff? Yeah. Good luck. I'm going to start this week in centre midfield, where Ooh. I have gone for one of the Jelly Babies. I did. I, I know you shocked me every week, but I didn't expect that. Well, would you be? Do you know they've got names? N- no, I didn't actually. Oh, this will be exciting for you then. Uh, I've gone for Brilliant, who is the Red Jelly. 
not because it's my favorite flavor but because yeah. the name implies a certain level of proficiency yeah. but i could also have gone for bubbles which yeah. is the yellow one baby bonnie who's the pink one boofles which is green and tastiest uh big heart who's the purple one or bumper who's the orange one but i've gone for brilliant uh because his name implies he will be very good at football and also because as a keen runner i can tell you that jelly babies are good for energy so he will have the stamina to keep going all day in midfield so uh yeah i'll see what you've got and then maybe i'll launch some some more counterattacks. so brilliance taking on I've picked in midfield. I thought we need, I mean, in any team, we need we need a proper captain in midfield, especially central midfield. I know people, you know, in Italy, the captains tend to be the striker because they're kind of the big number 10. Um, in a lot of countries, it's the, it's the centre-back. In, so, in, in some countries, it's the goalkeeper. Weird. Um, uh, I, spe- I think particularly Germany, but I'm mostly thinking of Manuel Neuer. Um, I was thinking of Kahn. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, yeah. you know, because they're kind of like, well, he's, he's the one at the back, he's in control. Um, but I always think, mid, you know, central midfield, that's where the captain is. So for my pick in midfield, I've gone for Captain Birdseye. Because <laughs> he, he is the captain. He, I don't even know if, I don't think he even has a first name. He's just Captain Birdseye. Um, and I mean, you know, I'm assuming he's always fishing for the ball and anchoring for a tackle. Um, he's just the man you want in the middle, equally as strong in defence and attack. Um, what what more can you say? He is the, he's the captain now, and he always has been the captain. Those were some very strong fishing puns in the yeah. middle there as well, just, just to acknowledge that. So uh, if you didn't catch them first time, go back, enjoy them. We'll slow them down in, in uh, post, post-production. Yeah, get, get some real... Get some real slow-mo on there. Make it sound like they're not even words anymore. Okay, bird's eye versus brilliant. This is um, it you'd never you'd never imagine it. It it's sweet versus savory. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um I mean, what, it's, it's, what it's, version it's... of bird's eye are you going for? Are you going for like the newer, fresher-looking one? Are you going for an, the old one that was a bit like a, a fishy Santa? Uh yeah, old old like classic one. I don't I don't want the young like kind of attractive one i want the old like rugged beardy you know peculiar old man one. yeah what you don't want is to be thinking of fish fingers as sexy yeah because they're not and then... that's fine because that's what you, you don't want them to be you want them to be the opposite you want them to almost be disgusting um, because <laughs> that's what makes them nice um, wow okay but um but yeah I, I actually for once as well if 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 we can't decide on the outcomes on this, this is the hardest week because we can't go for anything. I don't know, man. We could get we could get onto Quora and see if anybody's ever thought to pit them <laughs> against each other. No, this is cool. This is cool. So, um, I guess I guess my key attribute with Brilliant is is stamina. That's what I'm looking at for my midfielder. I think he can go for the whole match. He won't tire. And I think he's going to be like a metronome, just shuffling back and forth, back and forth, like basically like N'Golo Kante. Yeah, um, I wouldn't expect that from your pick, but I'm not saying that's not true. I think I think it's just with Captain Birdseye. I think he'd bring the team together because he'd be he would be the captain. I don't know how many times I can say captain, but he would be the captain. He'd be he'd be control the whole team, and he just he just lead everything. I mean, if you if you watch any Captain Birdseye. Um, advert, you know, just pick any, any bird's eye advert ever. He he just brings everyone together, and I think he's like he, he's like Gerard for Liverpool, or you know, Ronaldo for any team he's at apart from Juventus. Um, <laughs> or, um, that was a bad. That was a good example until I realised it was a bad example. Yeah, um, you know. So yeah, I I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a tough one, but I just I just feel like he's he's the, he's the brains, but also. You know, he he he's he's happy to make a tackle when he needs to. He'll take one for the team, and then he'll be he'll be on the sidelines like Ronaldo at the Euros. Um, he's just Ronaldo, clearly, because he he suits Ronaldo so many times. Um, <laughs> could he have? Could would he have been better suited up top then? No, because I, I don't know. I just I just like him being in midfield, and I've got an even better pick up top of balls. Um... <laughs> 
unless you've got it, and in that in that case, it's me saying balls. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. What is is that? Have you let me win? No, I'm uh, I'm buffering while I think of an argument. Uh... <laughs> oh, that counted. My only. I think my last throw of the dice would just be that I, do birds I have a particularly uh, a particularly sporting history with like uh, their nutritional values? Uh, well, they're, they're high in high in uh, omega three, aren't they? Yes. That's is that good for sport? I mean, it is good. Kids, get your omega three. Have a look. <laughs> There's so many kids watching this and they just want to know, do I need more omega-3, less omega-3? Do you know, it does suggest that the anti-inflammatory effects of omega-3 may result in an increased supply of blood to muscles and increased delivery of oxygen to the heart muscle, which would benefit the performance of elite sports people. It does sound like it's 1-0 to you. I'll have to take it. I'll come back. Don't worry about it. 1-0. Bird's eye. Who knew? So, I think next up, I'm just going to get your um, your mega pick out of the way. So, I'm going to go goalkeeper. Oh. And I've leaned heavily on the idea that goalkeepers are the craziest players in the team. Yeah. And I've gone for Animal, who is the mascot of Pepper Army. Oh, my God. Think of him. So cool. I, I actually, I genuinely have him as on my wing, so I'm going to I'm gonna have to swap that, that out when we get to ha, it. Ha, ha. But that's a very good pick, because obviously I've picked it myself, so that already, that's already a bad sign for me. Yeah. Um, but you're gonna you're actually gonna hate my striker pick because I've kind of um, I've kind of bent. I've, I don't think I bent the rules actually, because I do think I mean technically it is it is a food mascot. Um, you will ha- you will hate me for choosing this player as my striker, uh, and you're right to, but technically he does fall within the rules of this week's theme. Um, he's a renowned lover of crisps. He's been promoting Walker's crisps for 26 years, but with a Copa del Rey FA Cup, three top-tier golden boots, a World Cup golden boot, and multiple Player of the Year trophies, Gary Lineker is an undisputable striker. I've gone for Gary Lineker. Yeah. Fine. I thought, do you know, I thought about doing this myself, and I had a feeling one of us would do it. You know what this is? This is payback for Adriano on Gaming Week. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's very good at football. Uh, I grant you that. Is he, I mean, is he better than a stick of pepperami? It's tough because I do I do see the footballing ability in a stick of pepperami, especially one as ruthless and, and mental as... as what, is he, what is he called? Animal. Oh, is that is that all he's called? Yeah. Because I used to, I used to look that up and I couldn't find it, so I just called him Pepper Army Man. But <laughs> yeah, like a really bad superhero. Um, but but yeah, um, it's yeah. I, I I mean I did pick him, so obviously I do I do see your reasoning. But unlike all my previous choices in this whole podcast, this is the first time I actually picked an actual striker. So I'm, I'm once again I'm quite firmly behind Gary Lineker. But then he is—he's getting on. I'll give you that. It is—it is Lineker past his prime. Yeah. That, I mean, how old is he? Doesn't do soccer aid either, so I'm not sure. Like... Yeah. How old is he now? He is sixty. No way, sixty. Yeah, that's depressing, isn't it? Oh, you're putting—you're putting a sixty-year-old up against. I mean, I do bear with while I find out the age of animal. Oh my god, that's a good point. <laughs> I bet he's really actually. Didn't he used to be voiced by Adrian Evans? Yeah, he did indeed. Um, that was one of the other reasons I picked him because I just really like Adrian Evans. Um, oh my god! Uh, so he's in, but we don't know how old he was when he was introduced. He's, he's been the face of the Pepper Army brand since the early nineteen nineties, which makes him at worst. If it was if it was nineteen ninety, bang on, he's thirty one. But that's if he was if he was zero years old when he started. True. 
I mean, I'd, I'd assume he was 50, 60 when he's... <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> joking. Um... That's, the age, that's the age of the meat when you're eating it. Uh... Yeah. Um, according to... Um, according to um, Wikipedia, which is obviously a very, very reliable source, um, he's been... This is only on the featured snippet on Google. He was introduced in 1979. But, but I don't know where it's... It doesn't I think that's Pepper Army in general. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Google's so bad for that, you know. Hey, again, kids, if you're doing your homework, just make sure you check it. Um, <laughs> this is great advice, hey, isn't look, it? Look, we're all about helping out. I think I'm probably... Oh, I'm probably delaying the inevitable, really, aren't I? It's just, it's just tough because this is my trump card. So after this, it goes downhill. So let me enjoy it. But... I think, fine. Yeah, Gary Lineker does probably be animal, whichever way you want to split it. Also vegetarian, so don't don't care. Pepperoni, pepperoni is <laughs> a loser. Kids, don't eat pepperoni. This is the best I've ever done at this two point. nil, two that. nil after two. This is. Could be a clean sweep. <laughs> I'm going for what I think is quite a strong pick next up, obviously. Um, I can't really take any chances, otherwise I'll have lost and I'll be, yeah. I'll just be, I don't know, like West Brom, just kicking a ball about, waiting for the season to be over. <laughs> or Sheffield United, I mean, like this, you know. But West Brom was sort of doing that at the start of the year. Yeah, true. And they when, they got Sam, when they got Sam Allardyce, you thought, okay. Yeah, oh, let's just uh, lump the ball forward, sort of yeah. expand as little energy as possible. So, I'll, yeah, I'll try and put up a fight. So I think my probably one of my best picks this week in terms of football inability is going to be uh, on the wing, and that is Chester Cheeto. That's a very good one. And one thing we do know about him is that he's going to be very quick. Very quick. I think he's probably got um, a bit of the Sterlings about him, where he's not afraid yeah. to go, whoops, a daisy, and yeah, you know, cheap foul. Uh, he definitely put, pulls his sunglasses down and looks at the ref. Yeah, and he's got sort of raw charisma as well, which I think yeah. is important in just kind of like, the fans will be on side. There'll be a little bit of like, yeah, yeah I've... I, I think it's a good one out wide. I think he's got the build as well of a winger. So it just all, it all fits. I've gone for Chester Cheeto from Cheetos in case, you know, you hadn't twigged. (laughs) Um, So I guess who's he coming up against at centre back? Well, if anything, I'm I'm very, very happy with this pick because I think like, as you know, when, when I'm picking a centre back, I tend to go for like a very, very strong physical presence. Sometimes I'll go for kind of, intelligence as well but it tends to just be who's the biggest tallest roughest person i can pick and so i think it was it was only natural that i went for jolly green giant oh i was so close to putting him in my team i mean he's an actual giant um he towers over all of the players like van dyke on heat <laughs> um so you know I, I, it, I had a few i did have a few thoughts on who i could have um I don't. I mean, I, I. I'll only say I, I kind of. I'm kind of giving away another player I've already got, but. Um, I, but I feel like I, I doubt you've got him in any other year team. But the one of the the alternate options I had, which was my original choice, was the Quaker Ropes Quaker, because I thought okay. surely, surely he's massive. Um, he just looks. And I mean, there's there's only really one picture of him, um, and, and he look he looks like you know you're not getting past him because he looks like a kind of you know 1960s like no nonsense centre back. But I did look it up and he had little to no backstory, so I thought there's not really much to go by. But Jolly Green Giant is a, is a massive giant, um, so yeah. I, I I don't again I don't really know how we how we uh, decide this, but um, it's kind. Of, I mean, it's it's speed versus strength, isn't it? Speed versus strength, yeah, pretty much. Um, pretty much. Um, I mean, what, does, does what, the cool factor come into it? If we think about like playing football at school, the I would I would consider I don't think it's unfair to say this. The Jolly Green Giant is probably a bit of a nerd. Yeah, and I mean he, he does. Although he he only has a, a deep voice, all he says is ho ho ho. 
not good communication. No, I mean, you know, it's it's probably as much as to get from like Phil Jones. Yeah, yeah, um, and and if it's like, what, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to check? Do you want me to mark him, or do you want me to leave him for you? I don't know what you want. Ho ho ho! And you're like, is that good? Is that bad? Are you referencing Christmas? I don't, I don't understand. Ho ho ho! And you just like, oh, okay, Phil, stop now. And also, um, actually, one thing that I did just think of, which I know this is shooting myself in the foot a bit, because I do, and you know, I, I genuinely do think that Jolly Green Jack was a good pick, and I wouldn't go back on it even now. But um, one thing I'm thinking is how how tall is Jolly Green Jack? Because like, is is he going to be too tall to be effective? It it sort of feels like he's probably gone. He's probably gone beyond like Dan Byrne. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's probably he's probably moved from sort of like you know a physical menace to just lumbering. Like Chester's going to go straight through him. Yeah. He'll go through his legs. The ball. I mean, how's he going to kick the ball? Apparently, he's um. Well, a statue of him that's been built is fifty-five point five feet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I did, I did just. I found that. I found that. Sorry, I can't speak. I found that out myself, um, and it's um, yeah, it it doesn't that doesn't bode well. I just, I mean, there's there is a to be honest, there is a special place in my heart for for the for Cheetos because I've I've always been a fan, and I remember having, I'm, I'm sure I had, I used to have some kind of like toy to do with Cheetos when I was little, and I I I, I remember thinking like that 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 Cheetah is who I want to be. Um, <laughs> As you can see, maybe like 20 years later, I, I didn't become that cheater um, in any possible way. But you but, did have that weird two years where you, you tried. You tried, mate. You were, oh, yeah. You were wearing those sunglasses. You always came in covered in cheese dust. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've, all, we've, all, we've all gone through that phase. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. Some of us earlier than others, but, you know, <laughs> late bloomer. Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, uh, to make it fair, I'm looking up how tall the che- um, he, Chester Cheetah is, but I, but I just even even if I can't find anything, oh, apparently he's eighteen, eighteen inches tall. Well, but even so, I feel like surely, uh, you know, I know I'm, I know I am kind of talking myself out of a win here, but I but I do like to try and be fair, um, and I feel like an eighteen-inch tall cheetah could push a ball, but a jolly green giant. Um, you know, however tall you said he was, ridiculously tall, would uh, wouldn't really be much use. Um, well, hey, look, I'm two 0 down, so I will I will happily I, take a, a foot think, shot. And um... I think I think it has to be two one. Great, get in. Oh God! So one of the, one of the yeah, suggested suggested um, questions on Google is 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 Chester Cheetah dead? What is he? This this could change everything. Um, Chester Cheetah has been found dead in his Manhattan home. Police believe that Chester has overdosed on Cheetos. Stay cheesy, my friends. I don't know if that's a reliable source, so maybe maybe we should. It, I'm, I'm not going to go back on what I've said. It's ifunny.co, so I think. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't think it's fair to to make people worry about stuff like that. Cause yeah, we, yeah. We, you know, we know we all think a lot of him, so maybe maybe don't say stuff like that unless you get your facts right. Yeah, yeah. Um, redact so, yeah, that. Okay. Redact it. Yeah. Okay. Two two one to you, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very hard check, but it's not. <laughs> I've got the awkward dilemma. Of whether I go for my centre back and kind of force you to bring on a new wide midfielder, mm. or whether I go for my striker and play like your first choice goalkeeper, true, and potentially lose the match before before the last round. But I think I've got quite an iconic striker. I think the this was the first mascot I thought of. Yeah. Um, so I have gone for a good option. Some would say a great option. <laughs> I've gone for Tony Tiger. That's a good pick. Um, and, and, and to be fair, you could imagine him being quite good at football. Yeah. Um, and surely, I mean, just be, being realistic, the link surely the link-up play with with um, Chester Cheetah would be pretty good. You're doing my job for me here, mate. 
I've got big um, big I'm... cat alliance. That's a green link if this was ultimate team. <laughs> yeah. I need to stop talking because I make it so bad, but I'm just in awe of, of that. Um but yeah, I, I mean I've kind of pushed the rules a little bit here. Um not but because the thing is I've seen food mascot as being any food and in the fast food world, there's not there's not really that many mascots, especially in this country, because I know obviously in America there's Wendy's and there's uh, Jack in the Box. And if you've seen the mascots of Jack in the Box, you'll know it's terrifying because it's just a massive like clown head with a smiley face drawn on it. Ooh. But over, but over here we do have one clown that um, is uh, obviously very popular. So I've gone for Ronald McDonald in goal. Okay, what um, what's making him a good keeper? Well, he's, I mean, <laughs> and I feel like it's become a trend now to say that someone's a good goalkeeper if they're wearing gloves. Yeah. But he is. Um, and he, but he's also tall. And I feel like, I feel like he, he, I mean, whenever he's posing, he's putting his arms out and stuff. And I think, I think he'd be a good goalkeeper. He'd be, I mean, he'd be mental, but, you know, he is, he is, he, he is just, that's just how he is. Um, and I also think he surely has the ability to put people off scoring primarily because he's a clown. Yeah, yeah, I can. That's fair to say. I can buy that. Yeah, but it is an interesting matchup because obviously he, you know, he's he's quite a confident clown versus a very confident cocky uh, Tony the Tiger. It's, I mean, Tony, Tony. I just think everything he does, just he's he's got such panache about him. I think he's also got that kind of his his body just looks like he'd be. He'd be good to hold the ball up, probably got quick feet. I have got a football-related um, tie-in as well, in that there is a striker nicknamed El Tigre who has oh. been quite proficient in his career, Radamel Falcao. That's true. So, um... so you know, I, I think he's sort of embodying the spirit of Falcao as well. Why not? I don't. I don't know if there's a. Apparently, uh, I'm trying to find if there's a somebody who's nicknamed the clown. Apparently, there's a clown prince of soccer called Leonard or Len Shackleton. Um, but I don't know how good he was. Oh, apparently he scored. He scored 127 goals. How many clean sheets did he keep? Um, it doesn't say that because it, I think he. I don't think he ever went in goal. But if he had, who knows the damage he'd have done. I've um I've googled goalkeepers nicknamed the clown and I've got the Polish goalkeeper which is quite on topic given England and Poland. Yeah. Uh, it's the Polish goalkeeper Jan Tomaszewski who was the oh. man who made a series of saves at Wembley to hold England to a 1-1 draw. He was it, he was labeled as a clown by Brian Clough. Ah but not in a good way. Not in a it? good way. Not in a good way. Apparently, apparently Pablo Aymar was sometimes called the clown. I didn't know that. El Paeso. Really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Because he, he, he had a tear-like birthmark on his left cheek. Huh. That feels a bit... It's kind of a bit... It's, it's, I mean, these days, that's you don't really do that, do you? I hope it was his friends who were... Yeah, it seems like, oh, let's call him the clown. He's like, well, actually, I've just been born with this birthmark. I feel very um, self-conscious about it. Like, oh, yeah, we'll call you the clown. He's like, no, well, I, I, okay, I don't really want you to. Yeah, yeah, I sort of feel like, as, as long as he was all right with it, I'm all right with it. But Pablo, let us know, get in touch, and we'll, um, you know, we'll, we'll shoot some people down. I've, I've also found, um, I've also found a, this this actually this really spices things up. In uh, Cheshire Live, uh, Bruce Go- Bruce Grobelar speaks about when Everton fans used to call him the clown. They invented the name clown for me, and it stuck. Ooh, okay. And we know how good he was in goal. He, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. I have already looked up Ronald McDonald versus Tony the Tiger, and nowhere seems to have done that, which I'm kind of surprised about. That does feel like people have missed out, really. You'd think there'd be a Reddit page for that. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm kind of, just because of Ronald McDonald's prestige. Um, I'm kind of torn between whether to back down or not. I just wish we could find another way of working. Do it we out. um? 
Do we bring in the managers at this point? We could do, yeah. Shall we have a shall we have a go with the managers? So my manager uh is another fast food icon. And I think really, in all honesty, it's the other fast food icon in this country. Um I have gone for the Colonel. See. That's very bad news for me. It... Because I've also I've also gone for the Colonel. Well, well, well. <laughs> so well I mean to be fair, he, he is like he is the proper leader. Um, but for that original reason... recipe, original tactics, that's where I was going from. Yeah. I thought he's an innovator like a Bielsa. Yeah. I mean I, I was I, I was sort of tempted to tempted to swap him out, but I'd rather swap out my winger. Um in the, obviously in the final round and, and so due to that I have to take the defeat on that. So that's two two. A managerial assist. KFC beats McDonald's. You heard it here first, kids. I do think that as well. Who are these kids? (laughs) (laughs) Boils down to this. Is your winger. Um, And you have to bring on a sub. So really, I've got sort of two bites at this. Yeah, true. Two bites, food week. Yeah, no, that that too. It's all right, isn't it? Two, two on edge to even notice, because you you could you could very well Istanbul me right now. Oh, and what a joy it would be! <laughs> have we had a have we had a three two from two 0 down yet? No, because I, I've I've not caught, if you if you've been in the lead, I've lost. <laughs> and I, and I've, <laughs> I don't think I've been in the lead until I won. Uh, that, um, yeah, so it's it's not it's not been anything like this. This is this is right. a very different week. Okay, well, this is a this is a weird pick, but stick with me. Um, mustachioed footballers. I know where you're going. <laughs> think, think Neville Southall. Yeah. Think John Walk. Ipswich, obviously, and Liverpool. So that's a very good one for both of us. Yeah. Think Graham Suness. Yeah. Some of the greats of the game. Think most players during Movember. Allison at the moment. He's got Allison at the moment. Yeah. See? More I really need to stop helping. Grobelar. Bruce yeah. Grobelar. Yeah, yeah. As well. You know, another mention for him. Probably Fred at some point in yeah, his career. Fred must have had one one. We've all we've all done it halfway through shaving. Come on. Maybe I would imagine. I would imagine Dean Windass as well, just because I know we're aiming for a, yeah. a whole thing in here somewhere. I would imagine Dean Windass at some point has just had a moustache. Can't imagine it, but you wouldn't. Yeah, I think he would have. He would have, or or his son would have, yeah. on his behalf. I I think so. Anyway, a storied history of mustachioed footballers. Who has the best moustache in all of food mascotry? The Pringles man, of course. Would you like to know his first name? Um, is it Mustachio? It's Julius. Oh. Sometimes known as Mr. P. But oh, right. Julius that's... Pringles. That's who I've got at centre back. That's that's a that's a good pick, and it and it's it's kind of, it's yet another kind of landmark in um, food mascots. But um, I mean, I've had I had a lot of choices for people I could have brought on. Um, and I didn't, I didn't, I mean, there was a few that I thought I was tempted to, I was tempted to use them, but I just, I just couldn't because, um, just this one stood out too much. And, um, I mean, I'd tell you the other ones, but if you use your sub, I might be giving you ideas. So <laughs> to be playing the safe side, I'll just tell you off picked. Um, I've gone for just, it's just a staple in, in people you see when you go to make food. Um, I've gone for Uncle Ben. Okay. And and that I mean, to me, Uncle Ben, he's there's a lot of soul to him. And I could just I in my head, I could just imagine him being like a, a samba, a samba type player. Like he, you know, yeah, he's getting on, but so do many players, and they still they still playing through all the years. Um Totti played as long as he possibly could. Some people went to went to Italy to extend the careers, <clears throat> and he'd be one of those. He he's got he's got there's there's a <clears throat> there's a Pele vibe to him. Let's be honest. 
Yeah, there is, he's definitely got odes of Pele. I think that's a good pick. It's a it's a tough one because they're both they're both legends of of like shelf food. Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely. Um, would would question the abilities of a seventy eight year old. But I, think, the I just think he could do it. I just think I think he's one of Look them where it's like he could just he could just make it work any age. He'd come on and he'd just make he'd make the difference. And I think in a in a game where Gandhi can can beat Lara Croft, anything's possible. That is a fair point. I just think I think he'd have he'd have the natural ability and he'd have the fancy footwork. I can just imagine it. Um, do you know what I want to do? What it's not a tactical sub. I don't actually think this. I, I've not thought this through, but I just think. We can't miss out on an opportunity like this. So I'm going to take Julius Pringles off and I'm bringing on Aunt Bessie. Oh, I just, I don't think we can not take the opportunity to have Aunt Bessie versus Uncle Ben. I just don't see how we can sit here and talk about food mascots and not bring Aunt Bessie into the mix. That's a a tough one. Other ones on my bench included Taz from the now defunct Taz bar. Uh, I had the Hamburglar kicking around oh, yeah. yeah that's that's a, that's a good one and i was thinking of going a bit weird and getting the uh stay puffed man from ghostbusters yeah, yeah. but you might have had the same problem as jolly green jane i think so whereas aunt bessie is a no-nonsense northern powerhouse no true i'd agree with you i mean i if anything that was that was one of my first names the team sheet and then i just changed everything around um, she she's on my bench alongside Mr. Peanut, nice. uh, uh, the Burger King. I did <laughs> I did have Tony the Tiger. <clears throat> I did have Kool Aid Guy. I had Snap Crackle and Pop, but I thought it's harsh to bring on three players, and I feel like all three would be useless. <laughs> um, I had Fredo the Frog. I nearly played the Quaker Oats Quaker, but we've we've been through that. Um, and also, I was considering the M M&M and M people, but I feel like they wouldn't be much use either. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's a very tough one, and it's you know it's the uh, aunt, aunt versus uncle. I, yeah, and um, I've also just I've googled Uncle Ben versus Aunt Bessie, and the first thing that comes up is from 2010, where it says Uncle Ben and Aunt Bessie announced split. <laughs> so, so it's also a it's a it's a battle. Of I've also, I've also found. I've found um, I've also found like a a forum where someone said is Uncle Ben married to Aunt Bessie, so maybe maybe they did split. I don't know. It, this is mad. This is absolutely mad. Um, um, apparently, the, apparently, there were rumours that Aunt Bessie was going to miss the Kipling for afters, and uh, but apparently Uncle Ben was um, cozying up to Betty Crocker. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, if, if no. you never want to eat any of these things again, don't, don't, don't read any any of this. That's uh, somebody's put in too much effort there. It's it's, it's very tough. I, I mean, because I honestly, I think I think so much of, of Aunt Bessie being a pick, and I feel like Aunt Bessie should should be should be you know in the winning team, but I just think Uncle Ben should be as well. They're what icons, aren't they? They're yeah, icons. They are. They both should be there. Um, it's tough. Um, Yorkshire puddings versus rice. Yeah. Um, Does it change anything if Uncle Ben's name is going to be replaced with Ben's original? There you go. I've caught you on the back foot there, haven't I? Whoa. Is that is that actually, is that what's going to happen? Apparently so. As advertised on September 23rd, 2020, Mars Inc. will replace the Uncle Ben's name with Ben's original. Oh, uh, so he's, it's like he's, he's, he's not your uncle anymore. He's just some guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, I'm, trying, I'm just trying to think of a way where that, that means I win. I'm determined it does. <laughs> um, it's intense. I've suckered you in with Aunt Betty, haven't I? It's very tough because I it, just like with um, Pepperami, it's it's a pick that I, I believe in. Um, Should we look at something like <clears throat> brand value. 
Should we do something weird like that? Yeah. Practice yeah. on the shelf? I don't know. Like, should... um, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I'll see. Maybe, maybe the value. I'm going to look at the value of, of Aunt Bessie as a brand and then the value of, like, what, what's Aunt Bessie's stock worth? Okay. Um, I'm Googling brand value Aunt Bessie brand and brand value Uncle Ben brand. The Aunt Bessie one came up with something straight away. Uncle Ben is making life difficult. I'm on uh, Bloomberg now, so it's getting quite serious. Oh, wow. We really are going down the... Uh... Damn it. I can't, I can't find... I can't really find anything useful. I've got a 210 million Aunt Bessie takeover uh, in 2018 by Nomad Foods. Um, but if Uncle Ben's been bought by Mars, that's that's not going to bode well either. I mean, you'd have thought you'd have thought they'd be. Come on, how much are you worth? How much are you worth, big boy Benny? Apparently, in in June 2018, Aunt Bessie was worth 210 million pounds. Yeah. Uh, what is Uncle Ben worth? <sighs> this is rough. Oh, it's not come up. Surely, surely someone knows what it's bought for if Mars bought him. Must be. Well, well, well. I've got a, I've got a March twenty eighteen sales of one hundred seventy one point one million. I found that on the grocer.co.uk. This is exhilarating stuff. I'm actually I'm having a very good time frantically googling how how Bessie beats Ben. I mean I would say I would say as well like Bessie is queen of the Yorkshire pudding steaks. There isn't anyone to touch her oh, whereas yeah. like packet rice you got your tilde to look at. Always one eye still, on the tilde. I still think nothing be- I mean I tend to get shops own because it's vastly cheaper, but um, but Uncle Ben's he, he's just when I think of rice, I think of him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Poor Declan will be gutted. This is it. This feels. Um, this does feel. This feels I'm, I'm, tough. I'm just trying to find what what because if apparently Mars an, announced it would oh no it'd be a, a it'd be evolving identity so it's not bought it's already had it oh hang on I found a would would we agree on I haven't opened the link yet I'm on Wikipedia right. I'm on Aunt Bessie's there is apparently a list of Britain's biggest brands that the grocer put together Oh, God. From 2016 and 2017 that I could look at and see if Uncle Ben was higher than Aunt Bessie or vice versa. Would we agree that would be fair? We're going to have to. Okay, which one do you want? I, I do... 2016 or 2017? I don't know what's best. I feel, I feel like Aunt Bessie wins because it's such a British thing. Um, <laughs> let's let's go, tw- I don't know, 20, 2017. We'll go for the most recent. Okay. It's exciting, isn't it? Um, it's terrifying. That's opened up. Okay, well, to give you a flavour of the list, Coca-Cola was number one, Warburton's was number two, and Walker's was number three. Bird's Eye, if you'd had that, that would be number four. Damn it. Oh, bear with, this doesn't look like it's done what I wanted it to do. Oh, I was trying to search the page, but I've actually got to click through more pages to go and find out. So hang in there. I'll give you a sorted one, so for colour. Um, Tropicana, 16. Uh, Red Bull came in at 20. Oh, I've... oh no, actually, no, sorry. I, I thought I'd found um, that, like top five best food icons, but they're in any order. It's pretty. Um... They were both in it, but they're in any order. So, do you know? I, th- they, I think this might be I hidden behind them. a paywall. Would you believe? <laughs> it's behind a paywall. 
Um, actually, I found the grossest, biggest brands of 2020. Oh, excellent. Here we go then. Fine. Okay, so I'm just going to search the site because there's, there's, <laughs> there's 100. Um, Aunt Bessie is at 63. Okay. So... Uh, with sales of 134.2 million. Woof. So she's at 63. Oh, I'm going to have to put Uncle Ben because all the similar things are coming up. Oh, Uncle Ben is at 49. Uncle Ben takes it. 160 million point three, 160.3 million. God, this was this was a close one, though. This was very tense. Hey, them's the breaks, aren't they? I don't feel good about this win. I, you should, you should. Well deserved. If uh, out of interest, Pringles. Oh, if I'd stuck with Julius Pringles, I'd have won. Oh, actually, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'll have a look. Let's see what you could have won. Um, Pringles. Oh, my God. Pringles is 33. Well, hey, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. I wanted... I wanted a face-off between the most bitter divorce in food mascot history, <laughs> yeah. and I've paid the price for it. But I like to think I like to think we've entertained. I I'm definitely entertained, and we know that's the most important thing. And it it levels up the series. That is my first home defeat. <sighs> Loads of shots. So should I, should I do this? Should I run through the teams just to yes. tidy this all up? Uh, so for me, it was Animal, the Pepper Army man in goal. At centre back, as we know, it was me shooting myself in the foot. I had Julius Pringles and I subbed him out for Aunt Bessie. Uh, at centre mid, I had the Red Jelly Baby, brilliant. Uh, out wide, I had Chester, the Cheetos ti- uh, cheetah, obviously. And then up front, I had Tony the Tiger from Frosties. Your team was Ronald McDonald in goal, the Jolly Green Giant at centre-back, Captain Birdseye in midfield, Uncle Ben out wide with Gary Lineker up top, managed by the Colonel for me and absolutely no one for you because you also had the Colonel. The Colonel swap sides. That, that, that's a KFC joke? Oh my God, it is. There you go. End on a high, mate. Well done. Congrats. There we have it. Yeah, another episode of the Fancy Fancy Football Podcast over. And I finally got back things back to level terms. But did you think it was the correct outcome or did we fluff our lines? Let us know on Twitter at FantFantFootPod, Instagram at FantFantFoot, and on YouTube on the official Fancy Fancy Football Podcast channel. You can also follow the Fantasy Fantasy Football podcast and listen to last week, this week, and next week's episodes on Spotify and all of the major podcast platforms. In total honesty, me and David are overwhelmed at the fact that we reached 250 listeners at the end of last week, despite only releasing five episodes. All we can say is thank you to everyone who listened and continue to listen every week. And to all of you that don't listen, we know where you live. But for all the listeners, we hope to see you all next time for another edition of Fantasy Fantasy Football.